This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. It is me, Hani Balqis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it is January 25 right here in the world, and it does feel like uh, January was a very long <laughs> month. I mean, it's um, when it's the beginning of the year, it always feels, uh, you know, the first couple of months are very long, and then towards the end, it speeds up. Absolutely. And I've heard a lot of people actually complaining at how January is or it feels uh, too long and they're waiting with fe- to fe- for February with open arms. Coming up on today's show, we're talking about firsts and the first of its kind, Desert Ambulance, that was actually launched at the Arab Health Conference of 2022. I'm so excited to talk a little bit more about the technology in this ambulance because it's definitely type of tech that we haven't seen before. Yes, and talking about first of its kind, we're not done just yet as our good friend Amazon is going to open its first ever tech-driven physical clothing clothing outlet in the United States. Now, we do know that Amazon has been, uh, you know, the biggest e-commerce website in the world for a couple of years now, but now it seems like they still want to take a physical approach when it does come to shopping. Yes, indeed. In the world of apps, we're talking all about WhatsApp once again and how they will soon let you transfer your chats from Android to iOS, which is an update that lots of people have been waiting for for quite a t- for quite a long time. And we're so excited to tell you exactly how it will be taking place. Yes, and when, we d- when it does come to crazy tech, we're talking all about Elon Musk and how his Neuralink brain chip startup is preparing for its first ever ever human trials now we do know that around last year they did try it on pigs and it was a very good success and now they want to try it out on humans so we're going to get into that in just a few as well yes indeed and if you own an iphone 13 and have been struggling with this new error where you actually come across a pink screen and your phone gets stuck over there we're going to give you a very quick fix on how to get rid of it without necessarily having to send back your phone to apple Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we got a lot going on today. I hope you guys have a great day. And obviously on Future Talk, I always have to give you guys a kind of a weather forecast. And it does say that in the next couple of days, we will look at a drop in temperatures and even a little bit of fog. But ladies and gentlemen, we want to give you fresh eyes right here on Pulse95. And if not fresh eyes, fresh ears. But this song is Fresh Eyes by Andy Grammer. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. Right here in the UAE, we are known for our firsts. Um, you can name anything possibly coming to your mind, and I'll tell you the UAE is probably was the first at it. Whether it was the tallest building in the world, the fastest cars, you name it. We've always been pioneers when it comes to innovation. But today we're talking about being pioneers when it comes to safety measures mm-hmm. and the lifeline, life support. Uh, when we're talking about ambulances, we know that the UAE has record times when it comes to responding to any emergency. I think the response time keeps getting smaller and smaller as the years go by. Two to three minutes, even less than that, you'll find a police car or an ambulance at your service wherever you are. But today we're talking about a first of its kind, Desert Ambulance, that was launched at the Arab Health Conference of this year. Yes, now, you know, this 4x4 Desert Ambulance will come very in handy because we do know that, you know, most of the UAE is a desert plain and it was launched on Monday at the Arab Health 2022. 
Now, the engineer or the sales director of the local vehicles division, NAVCO, did say that ambulances are a lifeline during emergencies, but getting an ambulance to the accident spot is very challenging when they occur in the desert. And we've seen actually a lot of, you know, videos of helicopters being deployed when there is accidents in the desert just because it is quicker and faster. And we don't we do know that here in the Gulf, many accidents do happen in the desert. And that could be due to extreme sports or, you know, a lapse of judgment or even being unfamiliar of the area. Now, we do know that even in the UAE as well, we do have a very big culture of outdoor sports in the deserts and mountains and people enjoy it. But unfortunately, accidents do happen. Now, when it does come to the vehicle, the vehicle can carry seven patients at a time and is also equipped with Wi-Fi and live camera to relay the patient's condition in advance to a hospital. So that will make, you know, the doctors and the nurses at the hospital prepared for when these patient or patients come to the hospital and they're ready to be treated at the spot directly. Absolutely. And this ambulance is actually very much trained to help maneuver those dunes that it may come across and get to the patient safely as well as carry the patient safely back to a hospital. So it can basically go to the desert or the mountains where normal ambulances find it very difficult to access such areas. And that can sometimes lead to critical time being wasted since we do know with those vehicles every second could mean a life is saved. Now, the vehicle can carry seven patients at a time. As you've mentioned, Hani, it mm. is equipped with some of the latest technologies such as live cameras that can definitely relay the patient's condition as it is back to the hospital to make sure that there is a team equipped to help this patient once it's arrived uh, to the hospital. So it's definitely exciting to see such an ambulance being deployed, but it's also very much COVID-19 friendly because the interior and exterior of the car is equipped with a very easy to clean material that is antibacterial, antifungal, and it can be disinfected or cleaned very, very easily. Mm -hmm. It has all the equipments that any paramedic would need to help st stabilize a person who is ill or injured and get them to the hospital. So you've got your stretchers, your defibrillators, the spinal boards, um, oxygen and oxygen masks, as well as a range of drugs and intravenous fluids. Mm -hmm. Yes, and again, we are looking at the UAE, you know, being very well prepared when it does come to any type of scenario, whether it's on the road or in the city or in the desert as well. But ladies and gentlemen, we want to know your guys' thoughts. 4215, have you ever seen a desert ambulance before or have you ever... You know, God forbid, uh, got into a, uh, you know, accident near the desert or in the desert and needed an ambulance. Our text lines are open. But ladies and gentlemen, we're taking a short break. And when we come back, we're not done talking about first just yet because Amazon is going to open its first ever tech driven physical outlet in the United States. And we're going to be talking about what that means for the future of the e-commerce website. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. The biggest e-commerce website in the world and a website or we can even say, uh, you know, an application that people use every single day. We're talking about Amazon, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, we do know um, one of the most biggest selling points of Amazon was you bought everything online and it was a very, you know, quick and easy way to do so and uh you know even when it does come to services even amazon has provided that as well but amazon has kind of stepped back into the classical way of selling and buying uh, you know items which is opening its first ever 
tech-driven physical clothing outlet in the U.S. Now, you know, they are coming with a new concept, a tech-driven concept. And, you know, the shops, the shop, which is uh, called Amazon Style, will use machine learning to offer customized real-time recommendations for each customer as they shop. So, Omnia, hmm. it's kind of like, you know, the suggestions you get when you're on the Amazon app. Like, hey, you know, you remember when you bought an <laughs> Apple Watch? Would you like a uh, band with that or, Apple Watch oh, with yeah. the AirPod, you know? Absolutely. And I like the naming behind the store. So it's called Amazon Style. And what they've tried to do to help have it gain some popularity is actually have some looks that are designed and inspired by some of the top influencers influencers on social media so they're trying their best to help gain popularity with this new platform and it's going to be the first store that will be opened at the americana at the brand shopping mall in los angeles later this year so the store is going to be offering different women's and men's clothing shoes accessories from a variety of brands and it's going to be built around personalization so just like you've said honey usually amazon will suggest to you some things that you may like and now those things will be available in real life so mm -hmm. personal styling styling used to actually be very expensive and an exclusive thing that you should kind of do with a designer or or any styling coach let's say but now amazon styles sophisticated technology and unique store design will help make it a lot easier for their customers to discover items that they will feel great in and look great in. so this is their statement i'm just interested to see how it will come to life so how is it actually going to be coming to reality and how are they going to be suggesting your items for you by using machine learning mm -hmm. algorithms yes now we do know that amazon has dominated the e-commerce era and you know they have uh you know shown how physical dominance isn't as important in this day and age but it does seem that they are dipping their hands in once again now amazon will use machine learning algorithms to offer customized real-time recommendations for each customer as they do shop in the Amazon style store. Now, these customers can also share information such as their style, fit, and other preferences to see to receive more refined recommendations. Now, adding on to that, customers can also shop item, items on the classical Amazon.com and request delivery to Amazon Style to try them on in a fitting room. Now, we've kind of went through this dilemma before. Now, when you buy or order things online, you don't know how it will fit you. Mm -hmm. So Amazon is, you know, uh, putting that into consideration and giving you the option to send these clothes to, you know, this Amazon style store so you can try them on without buying them. Now, so far, it is not clear which brands Amazon will sell in stores, but in my uh, assumption that mm -hmm. it will be selling basically everything because when it does come to designer clothes, we've seen, and when I say designer, obviously anyone can correct me because I'm not that much of a fashion guru, <laughs> but when we talk about Polo, when we talk about Calvin Klein, when we talk about Nike, when we talk about Puma, all these big name, name brands are on Amazon, and I have bought, actually, these name brands on Amazon. Whether they are authentic or not, I don't really know. I mean, they look good, and I've been using them for a couple of years, so <laughs> I'd like to think they're authentic, but... Again, we are looking at how uh, Amazon is trying to dominate another sector, which is the physical shop sector. I think 
they'll do pretty good. I agree. I think it's going to be a success because just like you said, the ability to return items, to be able to try it on and have that process be seamless, in my opinion, it is the biggest win that any online store can potentially do. Personally, I don't I don't prefer ordering from websites where I cannot return mm -hmm. easily. I can't exchange sizes because at the end of the day, there's only so much that you can guess about an item when you're looking at it through a screen. So this new concept of Amazon's style outlet is going to be very exciting to get to witness. And what's nice about it is that it, it blends in those lines um, between having an e-commerce website alone and a physical retail store alone. They both become combined and we're actually seeing something very similar happening right here in the UAE that we'll be sharing with you tomorrow. A very similar concept to what Amazon is doing in the US but happening right here in the United Arab Emirates. Yes and ladies and gentlemen obviously we want to know your guys thoughts. 4215 would you shop at Amazon style and do you think Amazon style or Amazon in general will be successful when it does come to entering the physical shop era or sh physical shop, you know, uh, let's say untouched waters how by often, Amazon. How often do you shop for clothes off of Amazon? Uh, rarely, but mm. I do buy, uh, you know, socks off Amazon a lot because <laughs> socks are very easy to buy. True. So I'll buy them in bulk. Mm. So uh, last time, I think about a month ago, I bought... 80 pairs oh. of socks. Are they still there? They're still lost? there. I still have them. So three years ago, I bought 60 pairs and I just lost them all. So now that's uh, good. 80 pairs. So they should last me four <laughs> years this time. That's if the washing machine does not Swallow eat them. my socks. Because <laughs> apparently, I don't like... Uh, I'll never get it with socks. You can buy bulks and they just disappear. No, I, I really get upset, Omnia. No, it's not. It's not even... I'm not even joking. Like, I will get angry. When I can't find socks, it's because not your, it's not your mom's fault though. Whoever I, I, does laundry, get, it's just it happens. I get really angry because, like, I will, I will have a problem. The house is a, is a problem now because I bought sixty pairs. Where, where did it go? They? So you know, like, I will start. Where, where, where did it go? So you'll see me, you know, rummaging through the the washing machine, going I through know. all the, and I'll find one pair there and one pair under my bed. Like, whatever. Just wear it. No one's looking at them anyways. But 4215, if anyone has a sock problem just like me, <laughs> let me know. But we are taking a short break. And when we come back, we're talking all about what's up and what's up with what's up. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download. What's worth a click and download. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking all about the what's and what's up <laughs> and how they soon may let you transfer your chats from Android to iOS. Now, I thought this problem has been solved many, many months ago, but we have some people in the office that have switched, thankfully, from Android <laughs> to iOS, and we had to look for third-party applications to transfer those chats. Sometimes it worked, and sometimes it doesn't. But now, we're looking at how this feature could require the move to the iOS app. Yes, indeed. And this has actually been a sigh of relief for a lot of people who want or are thinking of switching to become an iPhone user. Now, talk or going back to your point when you said you thought it was long or has long been done, it makes sense because not too long ago, we talked about WhatsApp officially allowing you as an iOS user to switch your chats to an Android device seamlessly. But 
The other direction has definitely been delayed. Lots of problems have been faced by the application WhatsApp because of the different and tight regulations of uh, the App Store on iOS. So makes sense. But nonetheless, we're excited that the feature is going to be coming very, very soon. And a lot of beta users have actually been celebrating that they already have had access to it. Now, judging by the images that a lot of people have been sharing from the beta version of WhatsApp, we can see that WhatsApp will start asking for permission before starting the transfer process from an Android device to the iOS. And it will then instruct you to keep the app open and your iPhone unlocked as it goes ahead and transfers your chats. So it should be as simple as moving all of your information from one iPhone to the other. Yes, now we do know that WhatsApp did first started, uh, you know, letting users migrate their chat history from iOS to Samsung phones back in September of last year and then later extended the feature to support chat, chat transfers from iOS to Google Pixels and other Android 12 devices. Now, letting users transfer their chats from Android to iOS would close an obvious loop, but it does remain unclear which devices will support this feature as well or when it will start rolling out. Now, it does seem that, you know, WhatsApp uh, played a very big role in whether or not people would transfer or would, you know, would jump from Android to iOS. We actually seen this, uh, Omni and I, in real life, a real life scenario. We have people in the office who mm -hmm. wanted to switch to, to iPhone, but they couldn't because all of their chats are in, you know, uh, their Android devices. And we have one of our colleagues who actually spent two to three <laughs> weeks they have the iPhone right there. It's ready. It's set up. But, you know, they spent two to three weeks because all of their information mm. is on the Android device. So, you know, what's up making this easier is good credit for iOS and Android because just like some people do want to go from Samsung to Android or, uh, sorry, Android to iOS or uh, iOS to Android, this will actually, you know, help. Uh, these two phone makers on, you know, having a bigger community base. Absolutely. And I actually, just to add to your point, I actually know a lot of people who still use both phones hand in hand because they just can't transfer their chats from WhatsApp, from their Android to their iPhone. So it's going to be great news for them. A sigh of relief. Finally, they can just go out the house with one phone instead of having two because we do know right here in the UAE, WhatsApp has become a lifeline and not just yet another social media application. Let us know, do you know, do you know anyone in your life who has done the switch from an Android device to an iPhone and have struggled with transferring their chats because I'm sure they're going to be very happy to find out that WhatsApp will soon be facilitating this new uh, move. Coming up on today's show, if you have an iPhone 13 and have been struggling with pink screens, what's that all about and how can you fix it? We're going to be giving you a quick guide in just a few moments. Yes, and we're going to leave you with the song Unwritten by Natasha Bending... What? Beatingfield. <laughs> I thought it was Bendingfield. Beatingfield. Beatingfield. Ladies and gentlemen, it is unwritten. What is unwritten? Well, you're about to find out. How do you tech? How, how, how do you tech? <laughs> I was just going to say, Mando, I love the color pink, but not this story because a lot of people have actually been struggling with getting stuck on a pink screen with their iPhone 13. Many actually thought it was a fault in creating the iPhone and have contacted Apple to send back the phone altogether. But come to find out, it's a very simple fix and it's all related to the software itself and luckily not the hardware. Yes, now as a couple of websites have noted, this issue was first reported back in October with an iPhone 13 Pro user posting 
on the Apple discussion forums, uh, you know, that their two-day-old phone was unusable as its screen would keep turning pink for a few seconds before reloading. Now, Apple went ahead and replaced that device, but since then, we've looked at, you know, uh, numerous similar reports that have been rolling out across the internet, and uh, not a lot, not every user has been fortunate enough to get a free replacement phone. Now, we are looking at, you know, the scenarios varying. In some cases, the whole screen goes pink, while in others, the status bar icons do remain white. And in some cases, the issue does happen repeated, repeatedly or continuously. In others, it's happened once or twice. Then the user phone has so far seemed fine. Omni and I have gotten our hands on the iPhone 13 Pro. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit worried now. Why? I hope <laughs> not. I'm just I'm gonna go home and update my phone now since the software issue. <laughs> but yeah, that's actually the easiest fix for this issue. Is just to simply keep your phone updated to the latest iOS update. Yeah. Personally, I'm always iffy about updating it constantly because I feel like I let it sit and wait. I let the update wait for like a week or two and then I go ahead and myself update it because it gives Apple enough time to fix any of the bugs that may happen or may be there with when it comes to newest uh, iOS updates. Now, if you're still worried about it and if you have come across this issue, it just doesn't happen continuously, then I'm happy to tell you that it's not actually a hardware issue. One Apple customer service technician actually found out that it was more of a software problem, and that explains why in some cases the status bar icons don't change color. Since it's not the display panel itself that is failing you, it is partially a software issue. So that means Apple can potentially easily create a bug fix with its latest iOS update. So for now, the best way you can do it is to back up your phone and go ahead and upgrade the latest version of iOS. Let us know if you've been a victim of this issue or if you know someone who is. And would you like to share with them this show so that they can go ahead and give them a quick fix? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are taking a short break and we're going to leave you with Listen to the Music by the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> now, I don't know why, but the Doobie Brothers has a very nice <laughs> tone to it. Habadoobie. Cultural capital of the Arab world, world book capital, child-friendly city award winner and Arab tourism capital of the region. Smile, you're in Sharjah. 50 years ago, we got the chance to celebrate the pillar of the union. We're talking all about the Sharjah ruler actually celebrating 50th anniversary of accession to the throne. Under Sheikh Dr. Sultan's visionary leadership, Sharjah has definitely evolved to become a culture of the world. Uh, we've definitely seen it create so many achievements over the past 50 years, whether it was in terms of education, uh, prosperity, business opportunities, you name it. Sharjah has definitely transformed under his leadership to become the world's capital. Yes, now on the morning of January 25th, 1972, it did mark a momentous day in the history of the Emirate of Sharjah when an emergency meeting of the Al-Qasimi family was called at the home of Sheikh Hamad bin Majid Al-Qasimi, during which Sheikh Al bin Khalid Al-Qasimi proposed that His Highness Sheikh Dr. Sultan bin Mohammed Al-Qasimi as the ruler of Sharjah, and that was unanimously approved. Now, five full decades have passed since the ruler decorated the throne as the Sultan of Sharjah. Now, today does represent a significant occasion in the history of the Emirate of Sharjah. Just half a century ago, the Emirate of Sharjah was on a date with a historical transformation and made a new development turning point for a bright future with His Highness Dr. Sheikh Sultan bin Mohammed Al-Qasimi, 
who is a Supreme Council member and ruler of Sharjah. And smile, you're in Sharjah has been possible because of this great man. Yes, indeed. And, you know, what makes this man one of a kind is the fact that not only is he a one of a kind ruler, but he is also a scholar. He has received multiple honorary doctorates and is a renowned scholar and author with several published works that people have read over and over these past 50 years. He has a keen eye for the arts and the UNESCO actually recognized Sharjah as the cultural capital of the Arab world back in the year 1998. So this emirate has since then been named the world book capital for the year 2019 and has continued to excel in every possible way. So today is a day that we get to honor uh, this beautiful emirate and honor the efforts of this amazing ruler. Yes, and you know, uh, he's a man of family, a man of culture, a man of religion. Uh, you know, uh, thank you, Baba Sultan, for everything you've done in the emirate of Sharjah. And we all thank you and we all love you. And, uh, you know, again, we've seen so much improvements with this man of vision and wisdom in the Emirate of Sharjah, the cultural capital. Uh, you know, people come from far to study in Sharjah. We are very educated right here in Sharjah. We have the best universities, not only in the Arab world, but in the world in general. And all of that is thanks to His Highness, Sheikh Dr. Sultan bin Mohammed Al-Qasimi. So thank you, Sheikh Sultan. And a lot of people in the Emirate of Sharjah go by calling him Baba Sultan. Absolutely. And the reason why they call him Baba Sultan is he's always put the citizens of this beautiful emirate first, whether mm -hmm. it was taking care of their health, mental well-being. You know, the latest news about uh, the emirate of Sharjah actually creating three days, a three day weekend uh, right here in the UAE has been the biggest, biggest way of showing to the people that the human being comes first in this emirate. So today is a day that we get to celebrate this uh, amazing ruler and we hope that you celebrate it in your very own way as well. Yes, and again, uh, we are looking at uh, 50 years of 50 years of success, 50 years of prosperity. Alhamdulillah, you know, again, one last time, thank you, Sheikh Dr. Sultan bin Mohammed Al-Qasimi, and uh, we wish you long life right here on Future Talk and Pulse95, the heart of Sharjah. But ladies and gentlemen, this does conclude Future Talk for today, and we will be seeing you guys tomorrow, same time, same place, only here on Pulse95.